Welcome to another exciting edition of The Thought Police. And it is a very good time to be doing an edition of The Thought Police, the podcast, because, in fact, uh, we don't yet have a new president in the White House. Uh, we still don't have a vaccine for COVID-19. But what I can tell you is that Fulham Football Club have got a right old plank playing for him. And Kevin O'Sullivan is here with me. Sadly, a Fulham fan. Well, sadly for him, mostly. Kevin, welcome. Um, Thank you, Mike. To uh, yet another uh, one of these uh, very popular podcasts. We keep being told by people that we should do more than one. But it's quite difficult at the moment, isn't it? It's quite hard to fit them in. Yeah. Um, but going back to... So uh, there we were on a Saturday night uh, watching... Fulham uh, at West Ham cost me £14.95. That's a lot of money for a football Sky's match, isn't it? Up, box Is that for office. one game? Yeah, yeah, that's the box office Whatever system. happened to kind of, you know, £20 a month No, well, or they've whatever. got this box office system that hasn't been working because it's too expensive, but it's still going. So yeah, yeah. I got the game for £14.95. Do you get to watch it over and over again? You can if you want. <laughs> uh, I chose not to for <laughs> technical reasons. Right. Uh, so we get to 15 seconds to go. Uh, they've scored only two minutes earlier, mm. so they're 1-0 up. We get a penalty, uh, and a guy called Adamola uh, Lookman, who's a damn good player. But Did he used to play for Everton, Lookman? Yeah, he's been around. He came to us, I think, from Germany. Right. Uh, but he's a great little player. Uh, and he steps up to take it. He's only 21-22. I question the wisdom of giving a 21- or 22-year-old a penalty at a moment like this. Why not get our usual penalty taker, Mitrovic, to take it? He yeah. doesn't often miss. He just blasts them Who's into the Who's the striker, back. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he just blasts them into the back of the yeah. net. Uh, but, of course, it being football, the brilliant manager decides to change of direction. So we get this kid comes up and basically uh, chips it very slowly <laughs> into the keeper's hands. <laughs> I mean, it was the worst penalty ever taken. Those things but, very rarely work, yeah, do they? Yeah. I mean, trying to be smart and funny and chippy uh, and making the goalkeeper go the wrong mm. way. It almost always backfires. Well, but Berbatov used to do it with remarkable accuracy mm. and success every time. But there was a player, uh, a rare player of rare quality. Uh, Lookman is a very, he's an excellent player, but he's not up there with Berbatov or indeed Ronaldo, all yeah, those people right. who can do that. Uh, he he uh, tried to take a penalty a bit above his pay grade and to say the least, it didn't come off. Uh, <laughs> my wife was upstairs uh, uh, while I was watching this. And she I can imagine. She shouted down and said, if you must make so much noise, stop swearing at that volume. <laughs> I'm surprised the neighbours didn't kick off. You know, didn't realise they had football was, hooligans uh, living I was, next door. I was incandescent. So where does that leave Fulham then? Is uh, it, are they well, still back, out of the danger zone? No, no, no. We'll be back in, uh, we're back in the uh, relegation zone now. Uh, I I still think we're going to stay up, but uh, uh, we need to uh, work on in, our game a bit. You should be bit. in the government. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, we're still going to we're still going to get out of this. It's going to be absolutely fine. It's going to be oh, cool. Now uh, we'll talk about the state of uh, government in this country in a minute. But what about the state of government in America? Because uh, you and I, as we say often enough, both lived there for quite a long period of time, covered a few presidential elections. This one has turned out to be a right old rat's nest, isn't it? Uh, yes, it has. Uh, it reminds me of, I just left um, America in 2000 when there was that, it took a month to oh, decide the who the president, yeah. the Bush-Gore yeah. thing. In the end, uh, Bush just won Florida mm. uh, after several recounts. He won by 520 yes, votes. Yes, it was very tight. Uh, uh, and that made him the president. Uh, if it had gone the other way, Gore would have been president. So... The tight, tightness and the closeness of elections is not a new thing. Legal challenges are not a new thing. Uh, but I do think people are going to have to accept the story. Uh, I mean, he, this is a delaying tactic, but at the end of it all, 
uh, Trump will still have lost. I mean, I suspect you're probably right. Um, you will have known that I made a big song and dance about the fact that it hasn't been called yet, because I actually do believe that, regardless of whether you think that Trump oh, no, I agree is going to win hasn't or been not. Called. You know, the idea that somehow um, Sky News uh, announced it at the same time as NBC, because they're owned now by NBC, which is quite a lefty uh, broadcasting network, mm -hmm. it would now seem. Um, you know, Sky have got no business doing the kind of coverage they did over the course of the last few days. It's been absolutely embarrassing. I mean, I put it on last night, yeah. or Sunday night, rather. I came back up from Sussex, parked myself on the couch, put the news on to see what was going on. They were replaying all the speeches, like Biden's speech was being played again, Kamala Harris's speech being replayed. I'm going, is this all they've got to fucking put yeah, out there? Absolutely. You know, we're in the midst of a pandemic, yeah. we're in the midst of a lockdown... I don't want to watch Joe Biden on endless bloody loop. Thanks very much indeed. Well, yeah, the American media and indeed Sky News, as you say, they thought it was party time central. Oh, yeah. Joe, but the left wingers yeah. won. Joe Biden, yay! ABC, Sanity has been restored the American the network, the fucking morons, right. uh, ran pictures, ABC ran pictures of fireworks yep. going off over London yep. to celebrate Joe Biden's victory. It was firework night, yeah, bonfire night. night. It was nothing to do with Joe Biden. And do you know what the caption was? Uh, fireworks uh, uh, go off over London after Joe Biden was characterised as the apparent winner of the election. Jesus what about Christ why are you saying fucking English? Yeah, right. You useless fucking well, idiots. Also, the idea that they've now become characterised so, as the apparent right, winner. But they've become so pompous, these broadcasters, right, that they think anybody gives a fag end that they've actually declared the winner. I mean, Adam Bolton, I kid you not. I, 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 I was sitting, you know, you could tell that he was full of himself, pumped up to the nth degree, which, you know, without wishing to be unkind, he looks as if he has been anyway. <laughs> you know, by the end of it, right, he was like, we have declared Joe Biden is the winner. But you could tell from his voice that there was such glee in, in the voice. And, and then the rest of the media followed suit. Within about half an hour of that, there was a big piece put out by The Standard about how great Jill Biden is and how understated she her clothes are and how elegant she is. And it yeah, was a yeah. complete the, sort of, you know, yeah. s slice and swipe yeah, 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 uh, Melania. Yeah, and every... Who I think's rather cool. And every political commentator seemed to suddenly have this sort of Damascene conversion and start writing the wonderful charisma of Kamala Harris. Yeah. She's got about as much charisma as a fucking dead earthworm. Yeah, well, exactly She's right. got no charisma and also whatsoever. Biden, I, here's, a, here's the thing, right? Biden made that speech, his sort of alleged acceptance speech when he made out that he was now the president-elect, which yeah. is in fact incorrect, as I've, yeah. as I've pointed out many times, because we won't have an official count in, an official actual um, uh, exhibition of who the president is until January. Right? Yeah. He suddenly forgot to stutter. And I suddenly thought to myself... Because he apparently did have a stutter. One of the reasons that his speech is slightly strange you is that he, he did have a oh, stutter. Oh, OK, I didn't know so, that. So he worked, it, he worked his way through that, um, and that sometimes apparently is why he, he mumbles his words. But how come he mumbles his words all the way through the campaign and then suddenly he gets to make the acceptance speech and he doesn't mumble his words? How do you figure that out? Well, uh, because it's all been a big Could plan, he have been faking it? the mumbling? Could he have been faking... <laughs> Well, Not he, he sounding like he didn't know what he was doing. I mean, it was the most sad and tragic campaign that the Democrats ran. Yeah. Uh, they basically said, we've got a couple of dickheads as candidates here, the president and the vice president. Yeah, but at both, least, they're uh, both useless. At so least they're not Bernie Sanders. Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll hide them yeah. and just say they're not Donald Trump. Right. Now, uh, on that tack, now, uh, one thing is clear. They say, oh, that idiot uh, Hillary Clinton oh, yeah. tweeted at the moment it looked as if Biden had won. 
Uh, this is an emphatic rejection of everything Donald Trump yeah. stands for. It's so, isn't it? Well, so that's why he got three million so, more votes the last time. Yeah, it's like saying when uh, the, uh, the Brexit referendum came through, the results came through, this is an emphatic result, there'll be no more discussion about that. Yeah, right. It's bullshit. It's very, very close. Trumpism is not dead. And can I just say, I, uh, I'm, this is a bit of a spoiler alert, because we're about to record Plank of the Week, and I'm putting polling in yes. as one of my That's planks. Good. I like it. And the reason is this. Now, Trump's margin of defeat is infinitesimal. Right. Tiny. Except if you talk to the lefties now, they'll say, yeah, but once all the votes are counted, yeah. actually, yeah. it's a really, really no, big it, margin. Bollocks, bollocks. Well, how the bollocks. fuck does that work? Bollocks. He, Biden won by the by the breadth of a yeah. cigarette paper. He yeah. has just won. Very, in all, very In narrowly. all of those states that were hanging yeah. by a thread, so, yeah. he won by either yeah. 0.1 yeah. or yeah. less than a point. His, his victory is infinitesimal now. Yeah. So any factor swung it. So what is a big factor that swung it for Biden? This, the image of victory. The, he has had the image of victory for about six months yeah. now because of those fucking useless pollsters yeah. who've been saying it's going to be an absolute landslide well, you know, for Biden. To somebody this talking is a about disgrace. This, this has yeah. got to be looked into. Well, I believe so because there's no doubt that in certain um, American states, particularly, they always used to be very conscious of this and they weren't allowed. I think it was after 2000 when Dan Rather called um, Florida for gore. They said, you can't do that as long as the polls are open in California. Because if you do yeah. it, um, you're going to be influencing people's uh, intention to vote. Because if you tell them, you know, that Gore's basically won the presidency, if you're a Republican, yeah, you no. might go, oh, well, listen, I can't bother right. going out. They, they, I'm not going to bother going out and voting. Why should I? You know? you, you're quite right. They did stop no, poll, no polling uh, until every... Until every polling station's yeah, closed. The point is they've been polling for six months, for a bloody year. Yeah, yeah. Now... Uh, the pollsters have build up, built up this image of triumph around Biden. He's mm. the natural winner. It's going to be a landslide. It's going to be a landslide. Now, this is a big factor in why people vote. Loads of people want to vote for the winner. Mm. Uh, they vote for who they think's going to win yeah. because they want to say, I voted they for the winner. They want to brag about it, yeah. So they voted for Biden because they thought he was going to win. Mm. So I'm against, I hate re calling for regulation on anything because I'm, I'm for small government, not big government. But I think on both sides of the Atlantic, we've got to look at polling very, very seriously. It's got to be much more transparent. What question mm. did you ask? Yeah. What were the actual answers? And who were the actual people yeah, that you Because you asked? know what these fucking pollsters have been doing. Yeah. And they've been going out there. They've been commissioned by the left-wing television networks and the left-wing newspapers. They've gone out and said, uh, in order to prevent four more years of pestilence, homophobia, yeah. racism yeah. and Trump awfulness, yeah. would you vote for yeah. Joe Biden? Well, do you know, this is what they're doing in Scotland as well, yeah. funnily enough, because there was a piece that was written not long after the uh, result was supposedly called by these media mm. companies to say that it's exactly what they're doing in Scotland. When they ask them about independence mm. in Scotland, mm. they, they overload the question mm. uh, with all sorts of double negatives yeah. that uh, if you don't yeah. say yes yeah. to independence, you sound like a complete yeah. moron. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. But the other thing that I find fascinating um, is this whole kind of acceptance that basically, um, oh, well, listen... Um, They've gone from there was no electoral uh, malpractice whatsoever to, oh, it wasn't very widespread. Now, I don't know, and I've said this before, I don't know if there's any malpractice, but if somebody alleges that there is, then you've got to look into it. You can't just go, oh, that's just Donald Trump saying that. He's just trying to delay the election. Now, that may well be what he's doing, but by the same token, you have to take account of what he's saying. And if he hasn't um, rescinded and he hasn't conceded that he's lost, 
then he's still the president, yeah. and he will be the president until such time as he does concede. And the Attorney General of the United yeah. States of America... Well, I put has, that out today, right? And, of course, all the lefties were like, oh, yeah, he's been, he's been completely discredited. He's so far matter. Donald He's allowed Trump's an investigation. He's allowed uh, a legal investigation into the places well, where also, Donald Trump wants The US one. Attorney General, whether you like it or not, lefties, is in fact uh, an officer of the government. He's an officer of the United States of America, and he is a legal uh, and properly uh, placed individual, because if he wasn't, he wouldn't be in the job. No, no. So, uh, but even if he was the most corrupt man on the world, he's the Attorney General. Yeah. And he's just allowed an investigation mm. into uh, the state elections where Donald Trump wants one. So until the uh, results of those investigations are through, uh, there's no result mm. in the election. And the Simple other thing about that. the Democrats is that they've lost seats in the House of Representatives, right? Um, they've also lost the ability to win the Senate, which was predicted to happen, yeah. right? So, in fact, when he does get in, Biden, if he does get in, um, he's not going to have any power anyway because he doesn't have the Senate and he doesn't even have much of a, um, a majority in the, in the House of Representatives. Yeah. So yeah. He's a, he'll be a busted flush. And I predict now he will be one of the worst presidents America's ever had. Well, he's good. Because he was never any good as a senator. No, him and Harris will be impotent yeah. as a presidency because they haven't got the Senate and they haven't got a very good majority even in Congress. So uh, they are hamstrung yeah. to the point that nothing they do will get through. And did you hear his great statement last night? where he came out and made another little... Uh, funnily enough, I was watching uh, Sky at the time and I thought they're going to shit themselves here because it was about five to five and Boris was about to get up and do his little, uh, you know, dance of death the around the coronavirus shuffle, shuffle right? Um, and I thought, <laughs> what are they going to do? Because they won't know what to do because there'll be some wanker sitting in the control room going, we've got to stay with Biden. He's the leader of the free world, man. <laughs> and nobody else will go, no, but we've got to go to our prime minister who happens to be running our country. Yeah. And there would have been a huge bun fight. Luckily, he stopped at literally two seconds to five. But he said the magic words, which you will laugh, fall about laughing about, he said, because he's going to set up this coronavirus task force, right, which will be just as useless as everybody else's yeah. task force. But, he says, we're going to follow the science. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, really? Right, because that's done so well for us, hasn't it? What science? Well, there is, there no, is science. no such thing as the science. Fucking you might as well Kamala follow, Harris. You might as well follow the fucking Pied Piper. Kamala Harris. Uh, I always thought it was Kamala, but it's Kamala. Is it Kamala? Think, think Camel, because she gives you the hump. Kamala. Kamala, <laughs> Kamala gives us the hump. Right. Harris. Do you know what she said? Americans have voted for the science. Really? No, they fucking haven't. Nobody votes. What are you voting for? I'm voting the for science. the science. I'm yeah. going to vote for the science. Yeah, but this is this ridiculous what's, myth. What, what's their fucking idea? But this is this myth abroad, right, that yeah. all 73 million people who voted for Trump, who, by the way, are a larger number than ever voted for any other president in uh, history in a presidential election, apart from Joe Biden, mm. because Biden got the massive boost of all of these people who decided to join mm. the vote for some reason. Yeah. But he got more votes than Obama ever got for winning... And Trump, if he hasn't won, uh, that will be even more extraordinary. More yeah. votes than Clinton, more votes than any other presidential yeah. candidate yeah. who became president. Yeah. So the idea that somehow America voted for one thing yeah. is also bollocks. Well, they right? didn't vote for science. Well, that's they for certainly sure. didn't. Half of them voted for Trump. Yeah. But the idea as well that, you know, people who support Brexit, people who vote for Trump, people who vote for Boris Johnson don't believe in experts, don't believe in the science. Well, I'll tell you what we don't believe in, uh, those people who voted that way, is bogus science yeah. and bullshit. Yeah. That's what people yeah, don't yeah, believe. Yeah, well, as we've said before, Mike, 
only a moron trusts experts. But it's absolutely moronic to say I always trust experts because experts have differing opinions. Yeah. Get, take, well, science me, has differing give opinions. Give me one fuck, any topic you like, any scientific topic you like, I will get you two experts yeah. with polar opposite opinions. So which one am I supposed to trust? Yeah. The, so if, well, we had a professor on today, right, who was going on about the whole exaggeration of the data, the stuff yeah, that you no, and I, I were talking about. Livermore from Voracious yeah, Livermore, who's great. Yeah. You may have had him on your show. Um, he was very good, very clear, absolutely no nonsense. And as I say, the stuff that they say we don't believe in is the stuff that they're making up. Yeah. Because the stuff that we don't believe in is not the figures yeah. that the Office for National Statistics have got, yeah. not the figures that are actually coming out of the hospitals, but the stuff that they're saying will happen if we do nothing. Yeah. And what, what uh, David Livermore told you, I was listening, and I thought, well, wow, it, it was like a sort of big burst of sunshine yeah. reality, was when he said, uh, this is clearly a seasonal virus, yeah. like uh, the cold. Like, like all flu. other coronaviruses. Uh, this isn't a second wave. No. This is, th this is what's currently, what's commonly known as autumn coming into yeah. winter. Yeah. This isn't a second wave. Nothing we have done has changed a damn thing. Uh, Boris Johnson wants lockdowns for one reason, so that he can spread out the mm. deaths. So what lockdowns do is they do not save lives, they postpone deaths. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're completely ineffective, but it does save Boris from having to say uh, a thousand people died yesterday. Right. It'll always keep it Which down. Which is still 3,000 less than Whitty and Valance yeah, said yeah, would yeah, die, of course. Yeah, I mean, that, that the disgrace of the fact that these people uh, have... Well, either through incompetence or deliberately have been feeding the nation dubious statistics mm. and dubious information. That is a scandal that is going to ring loud for mm. a long, long time. And by the way, while we're on the subject of uh, false idols, uh, fool's gold, yeah, suddenly <laughs> the whole world, uh, oh, there's a vaccine, right. we're saved. I know. Well, we're not fucking saved. It'll be six months of we'll lucky. By the way, the, they, the, the first people they're going to bloody inject are all over 80. Yeah. Even now, I'm not in that I category. Don't wish to, I don't wish to be unkind. But why are you giving people over 80 coronavirus? Because that's what they're going to be doing. They're actually giving them a dose of coronavirus. Isn't that going to kill them? That'll serve but you right, your old bastard. But isn't it going to kill them, though? You have that. dead. I mean, you You've know. been through two wars, yeah, but have some coronavirus. I mean, that can't be right, can it? No, it's ridiculous. I mean, medically speaking, I'm not an expert, as you know, as we never pretend to be. But if you give a vaccine, it means you're giving that... Because I'll never forget, once I had to go to India, right... Um, when I was very young, I was covering it for some... I was going to some Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting and it was decided very late in the day. And I had to go to the doctors and get a, um, a cholera injection, a yellow fever injection in the same day. Yeah. And I always remember getting them, getting on a train. And feeling like shit. And I, thought, I felt like I had cholera because I was sweating, you know, I was shaking. I felt feverish. I thought I was going to die on the train. I was on the North London line from Finchley Road and Frognall going down to Richmond. And I thought, I'm going to die. Yeah. Because they give you the disease, right? Yeah. And so here we are, um, giving people who are vulnerable, over the age of 80, who are the most dangerous category of people to get coronavirus, we're going to give them coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, that in theory. But, you know, there's, there's the, the, you know, or we'll be starting injecting people before Christmas. No, they won't. No, they won't. It'll be six months if you're lucky. This big euphoria going on right now, trust me, in a week's time, everyone will have forgotten about it because it isn't going to be on our doorstep by Christmas. Probably won't be on our doorstep by March or April if we're lucky. Probably along the way, they'll go, oh, uh, something's cropped up. Yeah. It's not quite well, as Well, I was listening to somebody talking this morning, though. Apparently, it's got to be stored at minus 70 degrees, right? Now and we haven't got any... We haven't got anywhere GPs that's that don't cold. have fridges no. like that. Yeah. Also, if we're going to be 
sort of, you know, supposedly stockpiling something like 20 to 30 million doses of yeah. this vaccine, there's nowhere to put it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very much like Boris Johnson because he was about as unimpressed with this announcement that he himself was making mm. than I've ever seen him. I mean, he really didn't want anybody to get excited about it. Uh, well, I think and for once he was right. There. I think he was because I think we're talking about... I mean, the idea that this morning, the Telegraph's headline is, you know, a great day for humanity. Well, uh, the, the Times, life back to normal by the spring. I mean, fucking newspapers. Yeah, but you've been saying this for a while, haven't yeah. you, that every week we practically get somebody get a promising vaccine story, a yeah. vaccine story. Then the following week is... a story said, oh, the vaccine won't be ready. Can I, can I, and it just goes up backwards and forwards. I mean, not far be it from me uh, or you to uh, pour piss on our profession, but I, I'm so dismayed by British journalism it's not very good, th- through it? this coronavirus crisis. It really crisis. isn't very good. The, what, what the, the newspapers and the television and the radio, not talk radio, not I talk radio, no. Uh, basically, what they, they haven't examined or investigated no. the damn thing. For them, covering this coronavirus crisis has been waiting for an announcement and then faithfully yes. reproduce well, it. I've seen, it's pathetic. I must have seen pathetic. tens of dozens of reports where you get the medical uh, uh, you know, correspondent comes to talk to the anchor on BBC or something, and the medical correspondent basically, as you say, just parrot fashion, talks about what the health secretary just said. And, of course, what we do know, uh, they'll say, is that you know the infection rate will rise and will over, uh, overwhelm the NHS um, if nothing is done. And you go, no, and I'm shouting at the TV, I'm going, no! That's not what we know. Yeah, uh, we yeah. don't know that. Know. That is bollocks. Yeah. You are just parroting what you were told oh, oh, yeah. by a minister. And then, and then they also go, and now that we're in the second wave, we're not in the fucking second right. wave. Right. You know, the BBC has been the worst of the hysterical journalistic outfits throughout this. I mean, it's doing three hours every afternoon on it. What about These Wales, are... by the way? Um, Wales, who came out of a lockdown on Monday, we were then told by old the genius Drakeford that uh, we won't know for a couple of weeks whether or not it worked. Well, I know now that it didn't work because guess what? Merthyr Tidwell yeah, no. uh, was the highest infected part of Britain mm-hmm. in the last week when yeah. it was in, after two weeks of lockdown. Yeah. What does that tell you? Yeah. So if, if in two weeks, Mark, uh, it Mark, comes back words. what we already kind of know, that your <laughs> stupid little lockdown didn't work. Right. Don't know why that is. It's could, a fire it, brick, could it be because lockdowns never work? Fire brick. Yeah. So if in two weeks it turns out that your fire brick didn't work, will you, Mr Drakeford, turn to the nation and say, I'm sorry, I am the useless wanker you always yeah, thought I was. I am indeed, but quite like putting on more restrictions. So we're going to have another one now. Yeah. Uh, and they've now cancelled, for some bizarre reason, A-levels. Why? Yeah. I mean, they're not taking place till next June. <gasps> why has he cancelled them? It's, it's, it's because the, uh, there is, I think, in the body politic, a real reluctance uh, to return to normal because mm. they love it all. Oh, they like they're, it. Yeah. They're running the show. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're dictating every step of our lives, every stage of our lives, every facet no, of our lives. No, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. exactly. And by the way, you know, they're, they're getting quite nervous now, aren't they, about saying I think they you are. must comply, you must yeah. comply. And I'll tell you why they keep saying that. It's because they know people are not complying. I don't think they are because I keep saying this. The, the more I see uh, what's going on around me, the less it looks any different yeah. to what it was before. Yeah. Whereas in March, I remember all the way back to March and April, I used to get so bored sitting in my apartment on yeah. the weekends, I'd just go for a drive. And you could literally drive around London and see no one. Yeah. And I know it was the weekend, but you can't do that now. 
because yeah. everywhere you go, there's loads of people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like the phantom lockdown that never was. Mm. Obviously, people like you and me are missing the pubs and the restaurants. Yeah, of course. But, you know, you'd be surprised that many people don't go to pubs and restaurants. And for them, it's like there's no difference to no. life whatsoever. Absolutely It not. is, to me, kind of mysterious that every single shop seems to be open. Well, I mean, <laughs> somebody sent me a piece from Blue Water. You know that big shopping centre yeah, in Essex, yeah. right? Practically all the shops there are open. I know. Including Greg's. I mean, I'm glad they right? are, by the way. I am. But I mean, this is why, I mean, I don't wish to make the argument that keeping schools open uh, means that the lockdown will never work. But it's true. Because I, what I don't want them to do is to shut the schools down. Mm. But, I mean, I've got a case uh, of well, a kid. I always did think, Mike. I always thought, he said, said well, we either shut the pubs or the schools down. For me, no contest. Schools. No. Shut the schools down. Yeah, absolutely. Keep the, fuck the kids. Yeah, in fact, they put them the in the pub to serve them. you, right? Fuck them and their just education. Them, just, oh, I need a drink. Just get a job. Yeah, I need a fucking drink. Working in the pub. Yeah. No, but this is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, get a job in the pub. Serve yeah. me a pint. But this is the thing, right? I mean, <laughs> the ridiculous aspect of shutting the pubs is that the pub was one of the safest places to go. Yeah, I, you will, I mean, I had a woman today, you probably heard her, saying that, you know, she's been given one of these letters. This is the other thing that I came across today, right? These letters that people are getting sent by the, 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 the the health department saying you don't go outside and this woman's first woman was like i'm going outside I'm, i live on my own i'm going shopping i like going shopping i'm not going to stop going shopping <laughs> the other woman said you know i live with my son um and um i think his his wife or something like that mm. both of whom go out both of whom have jobs both of whom will get could get coronavirus and bring it home to her mm. where she's supposed to self-isolate yeah it makes no sense at all well i think an increasing number of people are also realize there are all these panaceas that they tell us all oh, would we'll keep the vulnerable at home well what about all the vulnerable people who say who are technically vulnerable mm. but are, pro, are as healthy as you and i they're just gonna go bollocks i'm no. not doing it you're yeah. not fucking my life up so they're gonna do that then they keep going oh test and trace wants to test and trace look people have worked out you know if you get the NHS app. It's a good way of getting a fucking text telling you to stay at home for two weeks. Mm. And a lot of people don't want to do that. So here's the solution. Don't get the NHS app. Well, Hardly anyone's got that And you can't really thing. blame people for not believing in the system because uh, the system doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it was the Sunday Times, I think, at the weekend, was it not, that said that actually the uh, threat level or the risk level mm -hmm. was set at the wrong risk level. Mm. So that in any event... People who were getting contacted were possibly yeah. getting contacted by mistake. Yeah. And the people who weren't getting contacted were the ones that probably should have been. So if you can't have any faith in the system, which, is, which brings us to the vaccine again, you know, what would you have any faith in the government getting right? Because they haven't got anything yeah, right, yeah, yeah. which is a massive sort of, you know, engineer. Yeah, well, the obvious thing, I mean, it's so annoying, it irritating to me how gullible people are. They go, look, the lockdowns work. What if they fucking work? Why have we got a second yeah. one? We had a three-month one. Oh, yeah, that, well, um, that kind of didn't work, why. did it? I mean, it's, it's well, staring it now, well, you it, in if, the face. If Livermore was right, it would appear that the fact that we lost um, all of the rate, high rates of infection in July and August was nothing to do with the lockdown that we had, which was lifted on the 4th of July, by the way, uh -huh. because apparently everyone going back to the pub didn't, in fact, increase the risk of anybody else getting infected. But now they've shut the pubs because the, because the infection rate's gone up again. But it's nothing to do with the second wave. It's everything to do with the time of the year. Simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and most statistics are plateauing or going down. Yeah. So just we went into the last lockdown as the statistics were going yep. down, and we're doing exactly the same, or we've done right. exactly the same again. Just at the point where things are looking good, right. we go into lockdown. Now, would you be cynical enough to think that that was a deliberate move so that it looks like the lockdown is somehow working? Yes. 
Yes, I would I mean, be cynical. It's not I would the be cynical. Of I, I mean, absolutely no doubt whatsoever, because there's no other logical explanation that this government, for some time, has been continuing to impose on us dra draconian and very unnecessary measures only for one reason, mm. to justify their draconian and unnecessary measures in the past. The first lockdown, uh, the first sets of rules, the, the, the things that ruined our lives for the last six months, uh, if they suddenly turn around and say, well, none of that really worked, mm. uh, they know the nation but will let's go, have well, another go, fuck you. Well, then. let's have another go. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing it to justify what yeah, they did see, before. I was under the impression that, um, and there, might, there will be people listening to this going, oh, for God's sake, can we just bring it all to an end? And I feel for them, and I totally agree. But unfortunately, we can't bring it to an end because these idiots haven't yet brought it to an end. But, you know, I actually thought the tier system was quite a smart well, it move. it was starting to work. Because, one, it was starting to work. Two, it wasn't punishing areas where there wasn't a problem, which is what this one's now doing. And three, um, it seemed as though the government was actually being quite sort of nimble and quite clever attacking various different local localities where there was a where there was a local problem yeah but now suddenly without even letting it work without even giving it a chance to work they suddenly go right that's it close down everything and but, nobody does anything but what that uh, guy the professor that you had on your show today Livermore, yeah. uh, Livermore was basically saying and this is the most important thing is if this talk of the vaccine somehow or other recalibrates the way people think about this condition and they say oh well it's going away so we don't have to worry about it then that's a good thing but what Livermore's getting at is, is this sort of profound scandal and disgrace that this has been wrongly it's been misinformation it's been wrongly projected at, at us as if it's the bubonic plague it never has been all that bad mm. a thing uh it's a, a seasonal thing that we're going to have to get used yeah. to uh, a few people will die of it uh but not in dangerous numbers no it's the way it is so this is the problem as we all go oh vaccine oh my god second lockdown oh more rule of six three tiers five tiers in scotland it's all predicated on the fact that we're tackling the bubonic plague. Mm. We're not. We're tackling a fairly mild respiratory uh, virus that doesn't do that much damage and doesn't kill very many people and 99.5% of people who get it recover. It's, it's fuck all. <laughs> I can't add anything to that. I think it's time to end it. It's fuck all. We are the thoughtless. <laughs> I was watching uh, Sky at the time and I thought they're going to shit themselves here because it was about five to five and Boris was about to get up and do his little, uh, you know, dance of death the coronavirus around the coronavirus shuffle, shuffle right? Um, <laughs> and I thought, what are they going to do? Because they won't know what to do because there'll be some wanker sitting in the control room going, we've got to stay with Biden. He's the leader of the free world, man. <laughs> and nobody else would go, no, but we've got to go to our prime minister who happens to be running our country. Yeah. And there would have been a huge bun fight. Luckily, he stopped at literally two seconds to five. But he said the magic words, which you will laugh, fall about laughing about, he said, because he's going to set up this coronavirus task force, right, which will be just as useless as everybody else's yeah. task force. But, he says, we're going to follow the science. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, really? Right, because that's done so well for us, hasn't it? What science? Well, there is there no is science. There is no such thing as the science. Fucking you might as well Kamala follow, Harris. You might as well follow the fucking Pied Piper. <laughs> all the shops there are open. I know. Including Greg's. I mean, I'm glad they right? are, by the way. I am. Yeah, I mean, this is why, I mean, I don't wish to make the argument that keeping schools open 
uh, means that the lockdown will never work. But it's true, because I, what I don't want to do is to shut the schools down. Mm. But I mean, I've got a case uh, of well, a kid. I always did think, right? I always thought, he said, said well, we either shut the pubs or the schools down. For me, no contest. Schools, no. shut the schools down. Yeah, absolutely. Keep the fuck the kids. Yeah, in fact, the put them in the, the pub to serve them. you, right? Fuck them and their just education. Them, just, oh, I need a drink. Just get a job. Yeah, I need a fucking drink. Working in the pub. Yeah. No, but this is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, get a job in the pub, serve yeah. me a pint. We're tackling a fairly mild respiratory uh, virus that doesn't do that much damage and doesn't kill very many people, and 99.5% of people who get it recover. It's, it's fuck all. <laughs> <laughs>